I've always believed that Jeeps don't have tops or doors mm-hmm. until I moved to Kansas. And then I actually did, they call it the hangover run. And uh, we did it in negative one Jeez. degree. What? With no, for no, negative one, cold. like zero. Yeah, that, that, well, that's below freeze. Keep going. Is that, is that Fahrenheit or Celsius? We introduce regular product giveaways happening here on the Jeep Talk Show every month and sometimes every week. The world's most downloaded Jeep podcast will be giving you, the listener, a chance to win serious gear from major companies that you know, love, and trust. You want a chance to win tires, suspension components, maybe more? Listen every week for your chance to win big. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Nexon Tire USA, we got you. Find out more about the tires that several of us Jeep Talk Show hosts run on our own Jeeps. The Nexon Tire Rodian MTX at NexonTireUSA.com. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show. With Wendy. There will be body damage. Chuck. I like making people laugh. That's It's good for my soul. Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And I think that's a huge deal. So sit back. Strap in. And brace yourself. The Jeep Talk Show is changing the days we publish our episodes. <gasps> Tuesday will be the flagship show. You know, the show we've been doing for many years. Wednesday remains the roundtable. Thursday will be our flagship two, and you'll uh, be able to end your week on Friday with our award-winning interview episode. Wait, what? You, award-winning? Did we get an award and nobody told me about this? This isn't one of those everybody gets a blue ribbon bolt things, is it? <laughs> what award, Tony? What so, award? Show me the receipts. So you know how you say the number one Jeep talk show in the world? That's the same thing about this award. <laughs> <laughs> it's, got it. As far as you know, uh, if my mom was still alive, I would say she gave me an award for the show, but uh, unfortunately, she's I got not. your award right here. Pal. Exactly. <laughs> Josh, what you're looking for is bullshit. It's just <laughs> stacked quite high over here, apparently. <laughs> All professional or, shows are full or, of bullshit. Or one of these. Yeah, dead rat. Yeah. <laughs> The JTSD is here to inform and entertain you about Jeeps. If you're new to the Jeep world or thinking about jumping in and getting your feet dirty, you're in the right place. Whether you're interested in having a unique off-road vehicle ready to hit the trails or that daily driver that is also a weekend warrior, this show is for you. Find out more information about the Jeep Talk Show at, strangely enough, jeeptalkshow.com. It's almost like we know what we're doing. Hey, <laughs> top of the week to you, Jeeper. I'm Josh, and on this episode of the Jeep Talk Show, I'll be going over the debut of Jeep's first all battery electric vehicle <sighs> yeah and we'll give a big fat jeep wave to some jeepers in the virginia and tennessee areas too these guys are doing some great stuff we'll talk about them here in just a minute well howdy it's wendy and did you happen to catch my recap of our jts big bear event on episode 698 last friday tell well, me more <laughs> you can also join us on the tuesday roundtable november 1st and hear all the details from some of the attendees and that means you'll be able to listen to it on november 2nd if you miss the zoom meeting but you don't want to That's, miss the zoom meeting no come join us and this is chuck and here on the ranch my wife actually has a rule that none of my jeeps cannot be running so she says you can have as many jeeps as you want as long as they all run my CJ5 has not been running for a while, so we got her running, put a motor in it. We took her out wheeling. I needed someone to go with me. 
threw my buddy in my scrambler and he wrecked it. <gasps> completely wrecked scrambler. Yeah, this last weekend oh. we were out and he ran her into a tree and crunched her up real good. <laughs> Thanks. I really <laughs> thought Coors Light was watered down sufficiently where it wouldn't uh, affect the driving. Well, yeah, get enough in you. <laughs> I'm Tony, and I'm so close. Almost there. Keep going. Uh, Dang it. (sighs) No, it's episode 699. Maybe next week. (laughs) So close to 700. You can almost taste it, can't you? No, I've never been able to taste it. Oh, oh dang it, Wendy. Wow. Oh, that would that not be sharp no. That would no. not be no. what I would be doing. No. <laughs> Local Jeep News, National Jeep News, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. Well, as you heard in the last episode, the Paris Auto Show just happened, and Jeep decided it was time to show off their Fully battery electric Jeep. That's <laughs> and cheese. all it. Now, as I've reported in past episodes, this particular Jeep is designed solely for European markets until Jeep's U.S. market makes the shift in, what, 2030 to the all-electric stuff? However, we finally get to see what the production model is going to look like in person. Now, it uses the group's second-generation 400-volt electric powertrain, and it is the first one to be launched by E-Motors, a joint venture between Stellantis and Nidec Leroy Sommer Holding. I know, that's a mouthful right there. However, that is a name that you may want to remember, as I think we may see some really good stuff come out of this partnership in the near future. I mean, hold on, you'll find out why here in just a second. Leroy Sommer is the world leader in industrial alternators and one of the world's leading manufacturers in electromechanical and electronic drive systems. So if you are working on a capable all-electric off-road machine, well, this is the team that you would want working on the drivetrain systems. Now, Jeep claims a power output of 115 kilowatts, uh, roughly 156 base horsepower, and 191 pound-feet of torque maximum torque. Something tells me it's going to be a little bit below that on the uh, on the regular. Stellantis, however, does claim its new in-house 54 kilowatt hour battery pack delivers 248 miles of range in the WLTP cycle or 341 miles in the urban cycle. The Avenger is is what it is called, the Avenger. Uh, I know, right? It's like, well, that just screams Marvel and yeah. this just... It's not no. a Marvel. <laughs> no. Now, the Avenger is supplied with a 100-kilowatt Mode 4 cable, which, when connected to fast public charge, yields an 18.6-mile or 30-kilometer range just after three minutes. Now, considering that that figure is the average commute for Europeans, the the 18.6 miles, roughly, the automaker estimates that the vehicle can be driven for days before needing to be fully recharged. Now, could that work here in the States? Perhaps. But this next fact is what may leave most people familiar with the Jeep brand scratching their head. Now, considering this is a Jeep, it has the Jeep badge, this is coming from Jeep, this is a Jeep, or so they are calling it, it must have some sort of off-road credentials, right? Right? Okay. Right. (laughs) Well, about that. The off-road capabilities will include it being the first Front-wheel drive only Jeep a, a vehicle equipped with standard select terrain. Does that count? What? <laughs> so with your front-wheel drive battery Jeep, you can select up to six different driving modes and get a hill descent control too. Well, 
Indeed, you threw that in there just to make it look official, didn't you, Chief? <laughs> well, at least you tried. So I think the part that caught me on this uh, particular segment is that you used the word fast public charge. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think that exists yet. <laughs> no, see that that's the other thing is is that we don't have I, at least I don't think that we have those um uh the the level 4 charging stations out out here in the states. If there are there's not that many of them. I honestly don't know a whole lot about these charging stations and stuff like that. I know there's at least one or two different phases of 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 charger out there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't, I, the public chargers, I, I don't know because there's all kinds of different types of them. There's the Tesla ones. There's these other ones that have all this blue and green neon all over I, the, your town probably has three to four different kinds as well. So, you know, it's, it's who's to say what it's going to look like by the time our version of this finally gets here. Um, but you know, to think if, if that's all that it took was just three minutes of this plugging in. I mean, that, that, you know, the average time to smoke a cigarette or something or, uh, you know, run in and go get a coffee. Uh, you know, I mean, three minutes isn't that much time and you can get 18 miles of range after that. So is it possible that in six minutes you could have 36 miles of range? You know, that, that's, you know, at that point in time, it's almost, well, if you, you know, forgot to charge your vehicle the, the night before and it's, you know, almost at, you know, what, 1% battery or something, you could plug this in for five or six minutes at home before you leave the house and have enough juice to at least get to work almost regardless of where you, how far away you work, uh, you work, you live from your work. So I, I don't know. It's possible this technology could work here in the States if we have the infrastructure to support it. Right now we don't. So... There we are. Well, I mean, let's be fair, though. This is uh, Europe, uh, 18.6 miles of range. I was just going to say. 18.7 miles. 18.7 8, 8. miles, they'd be in the water. So, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's five countries. Yeah, yeah and also, yeah. too, the length of time for travel in Southern California. I could just see the bumper to bumper. Is, oh, God. You know, oh. it'd be a two-hour drive one way. That. Is that... Yeah. I don't, yeah, uh, okay. No, anyway, no, even, even nice. if that was five miles, you're going to be in that traffic for two and a half hours. Uh, yeah. you, you know, it's, it's, it, the range isn't, isn't all that there is about it. It's the time. Oh yeah. So yeah, traveling at 60 miles an hour, it's only going to take you five minutes to drive five miles. Well, then of course you can get, you know, 21 miles out of a charge or whatever it is, you know, right. um, <laughs> but, uh, in real, you know, real real world uh, scenarios where there's traffic and and accidents and, and things like that and you get into a traffic jam and suddenly there's stop and go the reality is is well you can't just pull over onto the side go to the gas station and grab a battery or fill up your gas can <laughs> with electrons mm -hmm. you know it's it's not going to work that way so you're effed good job so, buying an electric car you know i bet you bill can identify with this you know how you you have just a little uh, needles width worth of gas uh -huh. And you know that you can make it to the gas station to fill up, and uh -huh. you get in the, and you get in a traffic jam that you were not expecting. Yeah, <laughs> or, or going downhill e. and stopped. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now we've all been there. We've all figured out just how much below E yeah. that needle can go. Yeah, the old, the old Seinfeld Kramer thing. Oh, how far can we go? <laughs> Too funny. So, jo so Josh, yeah. we actually we we talk about these retarded cars all the time here on the job site at, at the rm cattle and you know what one of my buddies says you know because they actually got me into all the 
uh, rechargeable battery like um, tools and stuff. Oh yeah. Okay. And he said, really, what would what would make uh, an electric car worth a damn is the rechargeable battery. So if you run into a, let's just say a quote fuel station, and they open up the hood, they took the giant battery out and they put it into the little shed. They took a charged battery and they threw it in the heart hood of your car and you drove off with it. It would make it worth it. What is it? The the, this, the propane tanks? Would that be like a blue rhino? Uh, yeah. Battery. Yeah. yeah. You just change, you just change that your battery pack out. Yeah. That would that would be, be awesome. But, yeah. You know, providing that all the manufacturers all used a standardized battery, which and they you said you have to use a standardized battery yeah. pack change out. And a guy with a with a forklift, you know, any any forklift operator, I mean, you can do everything with it, like paint ha- houses and everything with a forklift if you have a good forklift operator. He just goes in there and pulls out your battery and puts a new battery in, and you just change your battery out every single time that you went. And I thought, God damn it, a carpenter really had the shit together. Like, that is the way to make this electric car thing work. Yeah, the problem you know, with the uh, gas stations could charge you for the for the electricity that they put in that, and make a small profit on a markup, right. you know, as far as it go, as far as and it goes, and it's basically battery. just a, a a leased out battery for the for all intents and purposes. That's exactly what it is. So the yeah. the problem Genius. with that, as far as uh, Tesla goes, is they actually use the very heavy battery as part of the structure of the, wow. the vehicle. So wow. whenever they build it, it is the part of the frame, uh, if you will. Yeah, I'll, I'll call E. E and I are buddies. I'll call E and I'll tell him, hey, we got to change shit up. Yeah, I got this idea. I'm we gotta, telling we gotta, you. We got to go back to square one. When you talk to him, remind him about the big, giant Jeep talk show sticker on the Starship. I don't care if it yeah. blows up. Better if it blows and up. I want and remind him that it's going to be too expensive for me to buy that sticker, so I need him to purchase the sticker as well and apply it. <laughs> yeah, and I want better be internet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm tired of having shitty he's, internet. He's that's more likely to happen than me getting a sticker on the Starship. <laughs> I was just gonna say Starlink might happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, these Jeepers know how to make something happen, and uh, and this is definitely uh, one oh of those newsworthy stories. Look uh, at all just, those toys. That's amazing. Yeah. So this is definitely newsworthy. I know some of the stories that I, I've had sometimes, uh, you know, dance on that line of why are you even telling us this? Uh, but uh, this <laughs> this is newsworthy, and it just so happens to be one of those feel good Jeep stories too, which I I definitely like here on the show. Uh, now Christmas is going to be a lot more merry for several area youngsters thanks to the Adrenaline Off Road Jeep Club. Uh, club members gathered to start a ride and help kick off the Toys for Tots campaign, something that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, this is the second year Jeep drivers from Virginia, West Virginia, and Tennessee have spent a day having fun and helping the cause. Uh, Marine Corps Reserve, who was the official, who is the official sponsor of Toys for Tots, uh, brought a trailer to where the Jeeps gathered to begin their 50-mile trek. Uh, Rick Rose, Rick Rose, Rick Rose, Rick 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 Ross, Rick Rick Roll. Uh, leader of the group has to each person uh, going on the ride to bring a new toy for the drive or make a monetary donation. The Toys for Tots campaign opened officially on October 1st and will wrap up in mid-December when gifts are distributed. The club got a big hand from the Plum Creek Quilters who ha- held a raffle and also prepared lunch for the Jeep riders and others to purchase. And you know them quilters. Oh man, them quilters can make a mean lunch. Not to be effed with. I'm not joking. Uh, Rod Mayberry from Mountaineer Marine Corps Reserve said the toy drive will get up to full speed around the 1st of November, but this was a great way to start things out. Now check this out. 
This is how Jeepers do it. When the day ended, Mayberry's trailer was three quarters full of toys and the cash bucket had 2,700 bucks in it. Mayberry wow. said that the group will be accepting donations at several locations in the area in the coming weeks. And we'll have a link to the Adrenaline Off-Road Facebook page in the show notes for this episode at jeeptalkshow.com. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. You know, when Jeepers uh, set their mind to a task, and I've been involved uh, with uh, Jeep clubs and, and, and Toys for Tots in the past, myself, done toy, uh, toy drives, uh, it, it is just one of those, everybody gets behind it. Um, you know, they really go above and beyond and and you're just you're left with such a a great feeling of accomplishment and, and stuff like that that you know you've done some good for other people and and when jeepers get together it's not just good it's it's amazing good uh and and these jeepers certainly went above and beyond so you know one more time big shout out to adrenaline off-road and all you jeepers out there in uh you know in in the west virginia virginia and tennessee areas uh for for making all this happen you guys rock well, Jeeper, if you have a news tip response to any one of our stories, and we absolutely love hearing what you guys have to say, uh, by all means, let us know what you have to say. You can do it by phone or by email, any number of ways to reach out to us here on the show, uh, generally or directly even. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, and there you will find out all the different ways you can interact with each and every one of us here on the show. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Be sure to check out the 4x4 Radio Network, chock full of the Internet's best off-roading podcasts all in one place, and it's all for free. I mean, we've got, of course, the Jeep Talk Show is there as well. Yeah, I gotta have that. At the 4x4 Podcast, that's a lot of fun. The Center Steer Podcast, the On the Trail Podcast, even Trail Chasers as well. Head over to the number 4, the letter X, the number 4, RadioNetwork.com. That's 4x4RadioNetwork.com. We'll see you there. Why did you become a paid subscriber to the Jeep Talk Show? Jeep Talk Show has been my weekly rotation. Look forward to it every week, each and every Friday. You can be a paid subscriber and help support the show you love, the Jeep Talk Show. I support a great podcast, been a lifelong Jeeper myself, continue to learn with each and every episode that I listen to. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com and look for the big yellow subscribe button. Absolutely. If you like Jeeps, anything to do with Jeeps, I like it for the, the technical, clear content, advice, and learning. If you've gotten anything from this show, you uh, the Nikki G jokes, uh, the the humor that we have here on the show, the information we have here on the show, or it's just giving you something to do when you're doing something that's not very much fun, like driving to work, going to the gym, uh, maybe uh, maybe at work that you're, you're you're in a job where you don't have to interact with people a lot. And or you make them wait while you pause the uh, <laughs> you pause the podcast and make a face like you're interrupting me. Uh, if you've gotten any use from the show at all, please think about being come, becoming a paid subscriber uh, like Chuck would if he wasn't a, a, a co-host here on the show. You'd subscribe, wouldn't you, Chuck? Not even a little bit. No, <laughs> I, I would. No, I already totally am subscribed. Fine. Come on! What am I, the only one? Well, Josh, did to you be honest, I actually had my dad ass? do it. So, oh, very nice, very nice. <laughs> Chuck, just so chance. damn negative. <laughs> yeah, cheap man. Here's a here's a subscriber from the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G, and I've noticed that Josh and Chuck are never on the show together at the same time, which leads me to believe that 
Josh and Chuck are the same person, which we can easily settle this by having one of them drink some water while the other one talks. And I'm guessing you're going to have a hard time getting some water down Chuck. (laughs) Water down Chuck, that's funny. And I'd like to remind everybody to be careful this Halloween season of the little bastards and bastardettes running around the streets amok begging for candy. And if you want to see a funny expression on a kid's face, when they knock on your door and say trick-or-treat, try dropping a can of soup into their (laughs) trick-or-treat bag. Open. Yeah, you'll enjoy the look on their face. (laughs) And also the free two-week supply of toilet paper you'll receive the next day. (laughs) Well, that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to tell you I saw two silkworms were in a race together. Oh, no. Yeah, they ended up in a tie. (laughs) And you'll be happy to know that that is the last joke in the very big book of very bad jokes. (laughs) But not to worry. I have more books, more time on my hands, and more prescription medication than I know what to do with. (laughs) Bonus joke. I stopped at 7-Eleven to get a hot dog. Yeah, I had to return it. It had no insides. Yeah, they gave me a real hollow weenie. <laughs> oh, no! Yes. That one's too bad for even a rim shot. Oh, All right, boys and girls, I'll chat at you later, and you have a good one. Bye. That, that wasn't from the book. That was homespun, oh, I guarantee you. Man, he set us up good his, on that one. I fell for that one. That was top, top five worst Nikki G ever. There you go. <laughs> do, you, do you guys remember the hot dogs that had uh, cheese on the inside? So oh, whenever God, you, when you cooked them, Ooh. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, speaking of kids and Halloween, have you guys seen that little? Uh, it, it's something I post every year because Facebook reminds me of it. Where they somebody has set up uh, three candy machines that take you know quarters and stuff. Yes. Yeah, I've yes. seen that picture. And you little, you know, you little maggots. Little I need to bastards. buy Jeep parts. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> so, if it wasn't so expensive, I actually thought about going to Amazon because they sell you know ones of those. Yeah. Buying one and then fixing it where it doesn't require quarters. And ju- could you imagine, you know, I'd have to put a big Jeep Talk Show sticker on it because adults would be coming up taking pictures of this guy is so cheap. <laughs> <He's> so cheap. <laughs> you got to pay for your own candy. Yeah, you can get candy. All right, all right. All right. So, so just, you know, let's, let's play this out a little bit. What candy would go in it? Um, licorice. Beer. Black, black oh, licorice. God, no. Something that would just gum up and just chew the, you know, sticky up all the, all the, the mechanisms inside and. Uh, one long you'll never piece get black licorice out of there. What? Yeah, no. One long. You're piece never going to get any coin either for <laughs> that. <laughs> soup, soup would be good in there. <laughs> he just might have to do a little ceiling. He's going to get his house <laughs> egg. I can that. see it now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's do something that's a little more friendly uh, to uh, customers, uh, uh, p- paid or not. <laughs> let's give something away, Tony. Yes. Yes. Let's do it. Soup. Oh, we're giving away soup. It's going to be creamy soup, so it'll be like a meal. <laughs> Clam chowder. Clam chowder is my favorite. Clam chowder is good, especially yeah. in Boston. I had some in Boston. It was quite good. Uh, the, the, the farther north you get, the better it is. True story. I, mean, I, I got the Oregon coast just 90 minutes away, and it's just still, I can't do, I can't do clam chowder. Oh, really? I mean, I don't yes. like it uh, gritty or uh, something overly chewy, but uh, if it's done right, it's very good. 
You're truly broken, Josh. You're a broken <laughs> I, man. I, I know. I, know. I, I live in the Pacific Northwest, and I, I rarely eat seafood. <laughs> oh, God, I love seafood. Oh, God. Fuck off, man. I love seafood. I hate you right now. Damn it. All right. Well, we're not going to give away seafood or boxes of soup or, or cans of soup for that oh, matter. Uh, no, it was only a can. It wasn't a box. Good Lord. Well, actually, no, <laughs> technically, we are going to give away a can. Oh, that's true. I mean, in a sense, right? It? We are yes. going to give away a can. And now it's not a round can. It's not a can of soup. It's actually more like an ammo can. And this giveaway, this ammo can, if you will, is going to be, uh, actually, it has a model number. It's by Midland. We're going to be giving away a Midland MXPW500. It's an ammo can base station and MXT500 radio coming in at a whopping $950 value. You want wow. to check out the uh, the image of this thing in the show notes for this episode. It is badass. Or just type in MXPW500 and you'll see exactly just how much you're going to be getting with this giveaway. Enter to win Midland's new MXPW500 ammo can base and MXT500 radio. The MXT500 portable base station comes with a powerful 10 amp hour uh, LiPo uh, for built into a genuine surplus 5.56 ammo can. The uh, base station is waterproof and nearly crush proof, allowing you to take your micro mobile on the go without worrying about battery life whatsoever. With 40 to 50 hours of listening time and 3 to 20 hours of general use, pair that with the MXT500 with 50 watts of power, and your range will be virtually limitless. I mean, get up on top of a hill, and you're going to be really getting out without a doubt. Now, we're going to need to need a phrase that pays. Wendy, what are they going to need to say in order to win this amazing radio from Midland? All right, y'all paying attention. The phrase that pays is... Communication for every adventure. Communication for every adventure. And what caller is going to be the lucky winner? Hmm. Let me think about it. I think I'll pick caller number three. Very good. We like that. So, for more information about this giveaway and, of course, how to call in on the right number, remember, for all <laughs> of you veteran Jeep Talk Show listeners, the Jeep Talk Show phone numbers have changed, and we have a very specific call-in number for the giveaways. So, you got to go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. There you will find out the, the giveaway number to call to enter into this giveaway to win the MXPW500 Ammo Can Radio from Midland. For more information, head over to MidlandUSA.com. You must be 18 years of age or older. Your mailing address must be in the continental United States. You may only call in once per giveaway. Any required word or phrase must be said exactly and completely the first time. Your call must include your caller ID. One chance to win per individual per giveaway. All these rules must be followed unless otherwise stated. Failure to follow these rules will disqualify you from being eligible for the giveaway. We will contact you with a text message at the number you called from. Good luck, Jeeper. Good luck indeed. And uh, this is, you know, we, we actually had some folks in the Discord server uh, the Jeep Talk Show Discord server, and of course you can get your invite to the Discord server at jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and join us there. Uh, they were talking about this ammo can. They've actually got a couple of ammo can uh, uh, setups, and the big deal was, at least to them, was this thing is really cool, and they really liked it, but it didn't come with a radio. So you had to buy the ammo can setup, and it's more than just the, the can. It's got... Uh, 
the battery it's got all kinds of lights and yeah yeah, all kinds of really cool looking stuff this is really really snazzy i mean this is just it really sets my uh my radio operator uh senses tingling i just want one of these things even though i don't have a room any room for it uh but this giveaway includes the radio that's why this thing is almost a thousand dollars it's amazing yes that's been crazy, man. Oh, uh, no. Great friends over at MidlandUSA.com. And, and, and keep in mind, this isn't a one-time giveaway. They are giving away several different things and have already given away uh, two or three giveaways prior to this one. So we have more coming up uh, from MidlandUSA.com. What a great sponsor. Uh, when you're thinking about buying a GMRS, CB, whatever, make sure that you uh, consider going over there and uh, looking at uh, MidlandUSA.com. And when you place an order, thank them for sponsoring the Jeep Talk Show. Hey, Tony, real quick, I, I just went over to Midland's uh, website, uh, Midland Radio for the MXPW 500. Uh, it is out of stock right now. Sold Even if a out. wanted to go buy one of these, you can't. So right now, as it is as is standing, as we are recording this episode, the Jeep Talk Show is the only ones able to hand these things out right now. So yep. we're, this is a big deal, folks. If you want one of these, this is going to go pretty quick. So, uh, yeah, get in while the getting's good. Well, especially since Wendy picked caller number three. I mean, gee. Oh, I gotta, my God. <laughs> it's it's going to be know, easy. Be you have to rambling. listen. <laughs> yeah, Steve-o's exactly. called. <laughs> we haven't even published the show. Steve-O's already called. He's like, I'm going to get it. <laughs> he's, he's sensing something. I saw a feel of disturbance in the forest. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, best of luck to all of you out there, uh, and especially you, Jeeper, listening to this right now. Hopefully you uh, listen in time and, uh, and be able to get in on that giveaway. Good luck, Jeepers. Hey, coming up on uh, this Thursday, we're going to be doing an interview with Matt Dinelli, uh, attitudeperformance.com again. Holy S. Have, have you been there? Have you looked? Do you know what yes. I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, 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 the workmanship that is coming out of this dude's shop is second to none. I mean, he's doing stuff for celebrities and, and yep. whatnot. What, 200 some odd SEMA builds or something like that? I mean, he's... I don't know how many SEMA builds he's, he's done, but a lot of SEMA builds, uh, magazine features and stuff. Maybe it was 200 magazine features, but uh, a bunch of SEMA builds, a bunch of magazine features. Uh, Matt Dinelli is, is really churning out some just amazing work. Check out the website. I mean, the very first image that you see when you go to attitudeperformance.com is, is just going to blow your mind. Uh, yeah, this is, this is a whole nother... A uh, whole nother level of customization for four-wheel drives. The, the, Matt, you're, you're doing some great work. Keep it up. Check out the uh, their Instagram page because uh, he'll he'll post uh, what, oh, what he's currently yeah, working on next to the sign. Better pictures on there. Yeah, yeah. Some video stuff too. Oh my goodness. Instagram's like kindergarten. You don't have to read anything. You just got to look at pictures. I should probably have an account. I I might even have. Yeah, I've logged in. Instagram. You know, Chuck has Instagram. Gosh, what, what is it? He does. He has Instagram. Yeah, of course he does. I follow him. He, he was posting something the There's, other day about a 1979. <laughs> I thought it was a 1980, a 1979 GMC pickup truck. Uh, and uh, I think you know so, this, Chuck. I had a, a 1983 uh, fleet side yes. short wheelbase, and I yes. uh, loved that truck. Absolutely loved it. So actually, 1979 is the uh, the only uh, we we call it the square body Chevy that had the 
crumb around all the like the the front um, blinkers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And a 1980 had a square headlight. That's the That's difference right. between 1980 and 1979. Oh, I didn't notice and, uh, that. Yeah, yeah, right. that, that, yeah, that. Yes, because uh, I'm a history buff, right? When it comes to cars, mm-hmm. so that is my grandfather's truck. He bought it 1979, died 1980. My dad got it 1981, and I used that to go to high school. And now my son is using it to go to high school. Oh, and wow. that's kind of bitching. Illegally, yeah, it's kind of bitching because it's a he's got fake <laughs> plates on it. Oh, for F six. we did we did swap some plates. I mean, it is it is what it is. We we are on a ranch, so f it. So we well, it's we fine actually if you so, don't drive off the ranch, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> but we do. So uh, so grand. I come from very uh, humble beginnings, so the truck is a two-wheel drive. It's a single-wheel one-ton, and uh, we have a one-ton four-wheel drive. So Josh wants to put the body on the the four-wheel drive. So he's already got a four-wheel drive. I don't know that I would change that. That's a really nice truck. I know. Uh, I'm saying number matching all that. It's a nine out of ten. I mean, it really, because it's a oh, California yeah, you, rig. It's, you can't cheer it up like no, that. Um, convert it to four-wheel drive, sure. Yeah, we're, well, you can't convert it to four-wheel drive. So it, it's better to just swap the body. It, it, it really is. So we're just going to swap the body. So I just hate but that. But Josh, it's almost as bad as making a desk out of a Jeep, though. I mean, you're cutting the oh, thing fuck up. Oh, fuck <laughs> Hey, now. Hey, now. Shots fired. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, you have a, you have a Jeep Jeep a desk, don't you? I'm, oh, I'm sorry. I completely forgot. Uh, the uh. only thing that <laughs> from the show and I can get along with is my desk is bitching, so fuck off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so right. <laughs> <laughs> what what is it? Uh, what one blinker? What is it? The, the right blinker means get me some coffee, and the left blinker means something else. Uh, Beer. Yeah. <laughs> get underneath where the engine is. <laughs> <laughs> so Chuck, you've been doing some work uh, recently on your your 1981 Scrambler. I think you're winterizing yeah. it. Is that right? Yeah. So um, uh, to get ready for the the um, the second annual. The Jeep Talk Show event and down in Hidden Falls, I threw a roll cage in it, right? Which is not that big of a deal. I mean, all Jeeps really should have a roll cage, not a sport cage or anything. Mm-hmm. But that really fucked up all my doors. Oh, I bet. So I'm I I've been modifying YJ doors to accept the front hoop on the on the roll cage, which is not that big of a deal. But you know, it takes a lot of body work and all that kind of stuff. And then. Uh, my wife and I went out wheeling, and we got cold, and uh, I didn't want to do that anymore. So I bought a I bought a full top, which is kind of a big deal for me. I actually bought a a, a full soft top and full soft top doors, and uh, we've been modifying so you didn't it. Didn't have to doors make, for that Jeep, but uh, but there you go. No, no, I've I. I I've always believed that Jeeps don't have tops or doors mm-hmm. until I moved to Kansas. And then I actually did, they call it the hangover run. And uh, we did it in negative one Jeez. degree. What? With no tape or no. Uh, negative one, cold. like zero, 
Yeah, that, that well, that's below freeze. Keep going. Is that, is that Fahrenheit or Celsius? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, fuck it. Cold. It's cold. It's, it's FC. Cold. FC. Yeah, you're right. deaf, all right. <laughs> yeah, I, I've done that in my my scram or in the in the CJ5, which is the rock crawler, which will go anywhere. And I did it last year in the scrambler, and my wife will not go with me because it doesn't matter that you're just cold, and everybody else has tops and doors and everything, so. The Scrambler, as of today, has a top and doors, and the insides aren't perfect on the doors because we still have to do some body work on the doors, but uh, we have a, a fully climatized Jeep, first time in my life. Kind of wow. cool. You got any uh, pictures that you could share with us, uh, hosts or fans uh, somewhere? Do you Have you posted anything in our Discord server yet? You know, if a guy could figure the fucking phone out, he probably could. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, I can build uh, you a really see. nice house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we get to see a picture here one of these days. I like to see the pro- uh, progress on on people's jeeps, and especially yeah. ones that I that I've gotten a chance to see up close and personal. Yeah, I I so, used to have a hard top on the scrambler, and it was very ugly. But um, the soft top is is really really nice. The the soft Very top is, is any issues good. with fitment? Do you want to talk about brand at all? Do you are you happy with what you got? Yeah. So I absolutely one hundred percent. So I was actually very concerned about getting a soft top because when I made my roll cage, I mean Josh and Tony. I mean you were all the kind of the same height. We're 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 taller dudes. So we're I wouldn't say that we're tall, but we're taller than average so we're all about six foot and so when i made my roll cage i made it where my head would not hit it which is kind of a big deal right if you're rocking and rolling i mean i uh, i watched my brother knock himself out with his roll cage because his his bars were not correct and that's actually a big deal on a cj right because a cj has a very small headroom there's no leg room or anything so i made these hoops and i actually made my roll cage so i bought a best top which is the only brand that I can find that makes a, a soft top for a scrambler. Because, of course, nobody cares about scramblers, right? I mean, they're, they're kind of a lost Jeep. So I was very worried that, hey, I made this big roll cage that is taller in the windshield and bigger on the doors for my massive head. What happens when I put the soft top on here? Is it actually going to function with the doors? Is there going to be a gap now? Is it going to fit? And yeah. Is it going to fit? Right. I mean that that's a that's a concern. Anytime you modify anything, you're always like, oh, okay, I'm going to buy this now stock ish item. Is mm-hmm. my modification function? So you know, everybody understands that I work at I, I I own a working cattle ranch and I own a construction company. So today I'm sitting here in the office and I'm doing all my stuff and UPS shows up and I'm like, okay, there's my top. Ooh. Time disappears. Like I'm, I'm done working. Like I cannot work now. I got to yeah. make this top. Like put it right. <laughs> and like, I, you know, like you, you don't, you don't drink a beer because you want to like put everything together. But you want a beer because this is cool and celebrating. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm super excited. Everything worked out sexy. Oh, good. like it wow. is so cool. Like I and and I was very very worried, but best top makes a top that will accept the roll cage and everything 
Yeah, it, oh. the best top is, of course, they're the creme de la creme of soft tops. Sure. Yeah. Yep. I was wondering if that's who you went with or not. So is that a yeah. is that a custom top or it's actually one that's made? Because I mean, I'm sorry, is it a custom roll bar that you put in there or is it one that uh, is made for the scrambler? Oh, I made it. So I how, made it. How does that fit? I mean, did you measure it to, to uh, certain specifications? I just find it interesting that it, that the, the top would actually fit on a custom roll bar. So when, when I was making the roll cage, of course, I made the roll cage just for the Texas event because I do not believe in wheeling with a rig that doesn't have a full rake roll cage in it. Mm-hmm. And I, I've seen a lot of bad stuff, Rubicon and a lot of bad stuff up there. So I, I just like, you know what, if you're really going to go for wheeling, you have to have a full roll cage. So I actually took a CJ7 with the one I gave to my buddy Wayne, who was also down there. And we started measuring because... The, the the cab of a scrambler and the cab of a, of a CJ7 are very similar. Oh, okay. So we started measuring the his top and what I wanted to do in my headspace, and we just kind of fudged it. Mm-hmm. And we we made everything work ish. You know, it's not perfect. I mean, it, anyone that's ever seen my scrambler knows that it's not perfect at all. Think, and then I think it's when great. I, decide- I mean, you talk you talk bad about it. Okay, you call it a POS. I mean, it's got a sticker that says POS on it. I think it's great. Yeah. I like it. Well, I mean, that's the joke, right? I mean, it, it, the joke is always you, you kind of sandbag it, right? And mm-hmm. anyone that's been to a strip will look at the sandbag rig and know it that that's oh, a yeah. sandbag. Rig. Well, I mean that that the scrambler is when the right? tires are like uh, three times the width of any normal tire. Then you know the rear wheels are <laughs> like, oh, there might be a little something under the hood there, <laughs> right? Yes, right. We, maybe. Just, yeah. So I mean, it, it really with the soft top, we lucked out, and uh, I, I wish I can say that I've like did all the measurements and I had everything right, but really, it just we we lucked out. I, I really did luck out, and it uh, I'm very very excited. A little bummed out that Stephen wrecked it, but uh, yeah, that's not good. What are you gonna do? So you can actually check out uh, Chuck uh, Jeeping, Jeeping RM. So it's completely spelled out: Jeep I N G R M. And Chuck, I just realized you've got the uh, the Jeep Talk Show uh, honor badge, uh, not honor badge, uh, trail rated badge on the the side of your uh, scrambler. Very impressed. Thank you for putting that on there. Yeah, I mean it. Uh, it was a it was an honor to be a part of the Texas event, and that's where I got it. And uh, I absolutely love it. So on love it. on our next event, hopefully you can come to our next event too. Uh, on our next event, uh, we need to do a Chinese fire drill. Number one, we need to make sure that we're both in the same group of because uh, you were on one in one group of jeeps, and I was in the other group of jeeps. But we need to be on the yep. same trail run, and then we need to do a Chinese fire drill where we swap vehicles. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know, I wanted it was just so busy, and that's the other thing. We're not going to have so much stuff going on next time because it should be wheeling, yes. eating, uh, eating lunch uh, where you you know the sandwiches you brought, Sandwich. or yeah, you know, yes. this, this you know it's it's about tr- you know talking to people, getting out there, having fun on the trail, and having fun talking to people, and just like a just n- not something that's so we we were just so excited we wanted something big. And it was, but man, it was just so god-awful busy. Uh, it was so hard to get things done. We only had one person, Josh, ask us for autographs. And I, I think if it was slower, we would have had more. <laughs> so, so, Tony, so Tony, if you and I change rigs and mine breaks down, 
do you have to pay for it? Yes, that's the rule. No. I think that's kidding. I call well, that's it an emergency Chinese fire drill. <laughs> and swap that back. only said, hey, He's if you use my rig quick. and it breaks, you have to pay for it. Like, absolutely, you can take my scrambler. Like, yeah, take it, please. <laughs> He's playing the odds here. <laughs> he knows He knows what's going on with that. <laughs> now, and I would recommend getting a picture of the steering stabilizer before you drive, because oh, if there's any damage to the steering stabilizer afterwards, you know, it's, it's going to be your my, fault. My, my buddy, Steven, he ruined all my steering. I'm not kidding. Like, everything is bent. Why are you like letting people drive your Jeeps if this is what's happening? He's just the way. That's just the way Chuck is. Yeah, but... I've, I mean, got, five, I've got five Jeeps. I mean, I literally gave a Jeep <laughs> away so I can have somebody to go Jeeping with. I was, I've been literally by myself since I was 18 years old. Like, I want people to go Jeeping with me. Maybe it's my character that no one wants to go re- Jeeping with me, so I just keep giving them shit. But I literally gave my rig to my buddy... And he fucked up all of my steering, the fenders, everything. He just ran it into crap because he was paying attention to the driver's side and forgot there was a passenger side of the Jeep. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So, Tony. Yes, sir. You can have my scrambler and uh, fix it all. Be fine. (laughs) Oh, I bet you could fix that thing up really good. Put some mood lighting (laughs) on it. He's going to have rock lights and all kinds of stuff on it. <laughs> nice uh, 5,000 watt stereo system. Uh, it's not even going to look like a scrambler anymore. Uh, synchronized RGB lights. <laughs> Lots of red paint, I'm sure. Oh, red oh. paint would be the first thing. <laughs> I still dear. <laughs> well, anyway, I'm glad that you're getting it winterized, and I bet you uh, uh, Mary Lee is going to appreciate that as well. She thought it was really nice looking. Actually, which is it's a big deal because Marilee is very judgmental. <laughs> well, she's just trying to survive. <laughs> <laughs> well, how would you like to join in on this kind of fun as we record an episode? Well, we're going to invite you, the Jeeper, listening to this right now to do just that the very next Tuesday. And the Tuesday after that. <laughs> Tuesday after that. And the Tuesday after that one, too. In fact, every Tuesday, the Jeep Talk Show is recording an episode live, and we invite you, the listener, to join us. It's the world's biggest roundtable of nothing but Jeepers, and you can join in on the fun. How can you do that? Well, best uh, information and uh, instructions and all that is to by signing up for the Jeep Talk Show newsletter. In that, you'll get the links and all that sort of stuff. Don't worry. There's no pay-to-play, no special VIP access. Everybody is welcome to join even if this is your first time listening. Sign up for the Jeep Talk Show newsletter by going to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. You're going to find a link to click and sign up. Don't worry, it's just as easy to unsubscribe as it is to subscribe. We're not going to spam you. You get one email a week. It's going to be chock full of all kinds of great information about what's happening on the show, who the Jeep Talk Show is talking to, when we're going to be giving stuff away, what we're going to be giving away and when, and of course, all the information on how to join in on the Tuesday Roundtable episodes as well. Hope to see you there, Jeeper. JeepTalkShow.com slash contact. And don't forget to save the date next Tuesday. We'll see you there. Well, that's all the Jeep Talk Show we got for now, Jeeper. Until our next show, well, be sure to tell your friends and family about the show. And as always, thank you for helping make us the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. And you know, if I if I could race my Jeep, I really would. <laughs> Podcasting since 2010.